Hey everybody, welcome again to Subs Lie, Dubs Lie, a comprehensive anime podcast. It is I, Jay, aka Versace Vegeta, aka King Cold, and I'm with that boy D. Hey man, it's your boy D, aka Brother D, your favorite brother. Ah, I'm here with my boy Jay. We are here to tackle down episode four. Let's get it. Man, so excited, man. It's been such a really good run thus far. We've been getting a lot of great uh, feedback from everybody online. Loving that y'all are loving what we're putting out here. And we love just going over these movies, watching them all over again, getting a new perspective, getting those nostalgic feels, and just bringing to y'all, you know, a little bit of the the trivia, the know-how, the behind the scenes info. It's been a really good dive here. Sure. So before we get back into it, my brother, I always want to know, man, how's your week been? What you been up to, dog? My week's been pretty goddamn solid, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Keeping up with the NBA show, it's been hectic. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's been hectic. Yo, it's so it's so hilarious, bro. (laughs) And when we talking about the the Dejounte Murray. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was, I was really shocked. Like, I just kind of threw that in to be like, no, hey, like this is what I've been following up with, and look, look what happened, right? That shit, damn, happened. That's crazy. Man. Man. This shit's been hectic. Like me as a New Yorker, seeing what's going on with the Brooklyn Nets, I'm just sitting there like, shame, 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 <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Literally, we've been here before with them boys, so it's like, damn. Oops, I did it again. Ooh, lightning strike in the same place. It hurts. But other than that, outside of the NBA, uh, I've been catching up on some old school games, some old school import games. I've been playing a lot of Yu Yu Hakusho for whatever reason. Like, I just Ooh. felt like just felt like a lot. Like for whatever reason, like it's not something like like I was just planning on. It just randomly came in my mind. Like looking at my library of games. That legally owned <laughs> for 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 any per for any purposes and they're legally owned. Yeah, yeah legally owned games. Yeah, legally yeah. owned. I looked at my library and you're like, you know what? I'm throwing a fighting game in this mug. I was like, oh, this looks good. Picked up Yu Yu Hakusho forever. Played that for a bit. Yes, and I was sir. Like, you know what? That's another Yu Yu Hakusho game. Yeah. Do that on, and I was really locked in. I had my fight stick now, so it was like. Damn, I could really get into that that real oh, that okay. real that real arcade feel. Really good game. Really good. That good one game. does have more of an arcade feel. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho one twenty percent. Yeah, it was man. actually an arcade game. It was actually oh, it an arcade was. Game. Yeah, they ported it to the PS two. One of those games, just like you know, Fist of the North Star. That PS2. makes sense. It's one of those games that got ported over, and they did a good job. That they really do feel like. An Games. I'm glad you brought up playing it with the fight stick. I have mine. I'm going to try it with that because I was having a little bit of a challenge trying to get used to the combos with the controller. Oh, yeah. So. It, it like You could tell like back then, back in the days, like fighting games specifically, they were meant for like stick, in my opinion. Yeah. No, like, no, they were. It, it feels very weird. Like me playing Third Strike with a controller felt like I felt like a caveman. Literally. Yeah. I yeah. felt confused. Marvel vs. Capcom two playing that with a controller. I just put the controller down. <laughs> like I didn't. I didn't need to do any. No, fight stick. Perfect experience. So that's been my. That's been my week. Just chilling, having fun. What about you, brother Jay? Bro, I, I, I promise you, 
that you y'all can show you didn't that didn't just come to you randomly, dog. Like this this was the connection. It was the it was the sinking of the subs live dubs live, man. Cause I went and I've been watching all of season one of Yu Yu Show. Um, I, I recently watched that because I joined our boys, uh, Niels and Jeff over on the lookout, man, and uh, had a chance to go over season one with them. So be on the lookout, y'all. If y'all haven't heard that out, that would have been out come out just yesterday. Uh, but if you haven't heard it yet, please give that a listen because uh, I had a good time talking with them about season one of New York show. But I also did, I, I heard the call, my boy, my brother D, you know what I'm saying? You let the people know if I was to stream New York show forever, you know what I'm saying? People, folks might want to see that. So I did. And I will say that was, I had a lot of fun playing through that. Um, I do have a physical copy of that game um, in which I have it completed. But for that reason, the copy that I have also of my legally purchased game um i didn't have a full save file of that uh through my emulator so had a nice time on the stream uh you know twitch.tv slash versace vegeta underscore uh had a nice time on this the stream playing that on uh, friday night man a lot of people were in the the stream checking that out it was a lot of fun we also went over those uh, Budokai Tenkaichi three battles with uh, Lord Slug and uh, Tullis last week. Yes. But aside from that, man, uh, playing some Yu Yu show, man, I just beat Samurai Warrior Spirit of Sanja. So <laughs> finally completed that. It's a great story. Easily the best Samurai Warriors game uh, released, uh, in my opinion. And I, uh, I started watching a, a really interesting show called P-Valley. Ooh, I've heard, oh. I heard that a lot on the time. Bro, listen, that it's a really good show. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into like a whole <laughs> no, lot, bro. But like, I, I watched the whole season one. Like, it's, wow. it's, it's pretty good, dude. Like, I mean, mind you, as a person who's from the south, like, I can appreciate stories that takes place in the south. Um, it's, it takes place in Mississippi in and of itself, so it's a different type of perspective. But like, yeah, man, it's, it's a dope show. Uh, for those that want to check it out, uh. But yeah, man, um, outside of all of that, I've also been checking out these Dragon Ball Z movies, man. And for this week, we're getting ready to dive into movies five and six, specifically showcasing he himself, the man, the god, the god, coolest big, sorry, Freeze's big brother, cooler, man. man. Dog. It's been really cool. The way they did this is like a, a back-to-back like mm-hmm. feature of this character in these films. So fun to have seen, to have revisited. Really glad to be able to get into these with y'all this week. So before we get into gushing about this character a little too, too much, <laughs> let's first get started with Dragon Ball Z Movie 5. The Incredible Strongest versus Strongest, also known as Cooler's Revenge. Yes. What a movie. What a movie. What? My brother killed by a Saiyan? That's absurd. How could a Saiyan generate enough power to destroy Frieza? It happened, my lord. This Saiyan has been living on Earth. He left Vegeta right before Lord Frieza blew it up. And you're right, dog. What a movie, man. Bro. When it comes to Dragon Ball Z Movie 5, there's a, a whole lot to take into because 
it's really interesting as far as the time period and when this came out, um, especially in both Japan and America, because there's a there's a strong reliance on this character in two different sort of ways. Before we can tie all of that in, though, I do want to talk specifically about here with uh, Kulu's Revenge. In Japan, it came out as a part of the 1991 summer Toei Anime Fair back on the 20th of July, 1991. So we're actually just like coming up on the 21st anniversary of the release of this movie. Um, it came out in that anime fair along with Magical Taluto 2, The Magic Battle of the Friendship, and the first film of Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die for its 90 series, which uh, is a show that's going on strong today with a, a remake of it man so really cool to see that you know toei still to this day they know like what their classics are what they yeah. can we can uh, they can uh, strike money with whenever uh you know they know they got some heat to bring back for the, the kids in a different generation right. now as far as in the states this came out back in january 22nd of 2002 so a good 20 years ago this was at a point in time where Toonami wasn't airing Dragon Ball Z in a, in a new um, sort of feature. So they were replaying old episodes. This is right between when um, they first started with the Boo Saga, where they went all the way up until Vegeta's Atonement. And then they picked back up with the rest of the show in the fall of 2002. So as far as any sort of new Dragon Ball Z content... Kula's the one kind of feeding the streets in the States. Oh, yeah. When it comes to the TV show in Japan, though, uh, this came out around the Dragon Ball, the airing of Dragon Ball Z episode 99. Um, Shenlong, Run Yourself Through Space, the time of Namek's destruction draws near, known as Japan, also in the States known as Approaching Destruction. So this is right when they're making that wish to, to Shenlong so they can start that entire sort of like, you remember that heist plan they had? In, oh, yeah. in the Namek saga where it's like, hey, okay, so we have to bring back Shinlon so that we can do this one wish. And with that one wish, then we can get the Namek and Dragon Balls. And then we can, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, that was just a full-on master, yeah. master plan. The only time any sort of heist is ever done in all of Dragon Ball, and to be honest, one of my favorite parts of the entire uh, Dragon Ball Z series because it's, it's like, damn, now they, they kind of had to, set up certain shit for this to yeah, all happen so, right so cool ass plan yeah yeah it was and then in the manga we have chapter 140 uh the boy from the future so this is right when trunks is revealing who he was to goku uh right after goku showed up when uh frieza got murked on earth so really interesting time for dragon ball z in terms of there just being a lot of transition in both the states and japan at this point in time a leaving a, a really dope character to sort of rely on to feed the streets uh, with new Dragon Ball Z content. Kula was that guy, oh, that man. guy for sure. I mean, first off, before I even dive into anything dealing with this movie, I do want to say, what a dope idea! Simple and dope. Yo, literally straightforward, straightforward movie, <laughs> and it works. It works. It's sort of a man. How how genius is it to tie in Goku's 
landing on Earth with Freeze's brother. That's masterfully planned. Yeah. The way how it it's just perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It is. It is. It's almost like, hey, like no matter where you are, as far as like in, you know, in Japan, with being a kid at this point in time and like getting new Dragon Ball Z stuff, like you can believe, like okay, like no, like Goku and everybody else, they could have fought Freeze's brother if he had shown up on Earth too, right? Um, especially considering the manga is dealing with that sort of like Frieza showing up on Earth thing, so. Let's get into this entire movie in and of itself, man. The Dragon Ball Z movie five, the incredible strongest versus strongest, Cooler's Revenge, after receiving a report that his younger brother Frieza had been killed by a Super Saiyan, Cooler returns to well heads to Earth to see Goku's true strength for himself. Cooler displays a fifth transformation that Frieza never obtained. Can Goku once again reach Super Saiyan and save the Earth from Cooler and his men? D, what did you feel about the overall presentation of this movie that we got from uh, Mitsuo Hashimoto and Takao Koyama? That shit was flames. They, man, you know how I was talking about how disappointed I was in Lord Slug? Yeah. They came back with some heat. They, yo, what a get back. What a bounce yeah. back. Because, man, this is like complete night and day difference. I was just imp- I was impressed first and foremost. The character brilliant. The beginning of the movie brilliant. Everything just worked. Just everything was believable in the sense, which is not that it ain't that it ain't that common in these DBC movies going forward. True. <laughs> let me let me say that from now. It's not that common for things to really align perfectly. It makes sense. So they were on their game with this this movie. And Cooler is one of the dopest villains that they set and even drew and created. So Agreed. Agreed. This was five stars in terms of presentation. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, man, to even set the tone greater, you, you, we have to keep in mind that this movie came out only four months after Lord Slug. This is the same director combo uh, the director and scriptwriter combo of movie four. So it's like, wait a second, bro. Y'all must have had an off day when y'all made that last one. Yesterday, I'm gonna need more of that. I'm gonna need more of that. Okay. Um, first off, really, really love the designs for all the characters as far as like Cooler and his armored squadron. Um, Minoru Maeda was really in his bag with those creations. Having this older version of, of Frieza who's like, I don't want to use that word. He's He has a sleeker design. He has a, a, um, a stronger presence to him, right? You can believe this character would be able to get stuff done. And that's what he does throughout the entire movie. Anytime he's on screen, like he's smashing Goku. <laughs> like, you know what I'm like, Straight up, just like passing to go off the sky. People in pain, <laughs> literally. Bro, like all the all the all the terror that fourth form Frieza brings in the Namek saga of Dragon Ball Z, crew just ramps that up a little bit more. You in know, one showing, in one <laughs> single forty-five minute showing. Yo, that's crazy. And then. 
I would say even with Cougar's Armored Squad, uh, Salza, Naze, and Doric, I thought they were all pretty dope. Like, it was, they, they do give you that sort of Ginyu Force vibe and the fact that you have this, you know, like these lackeys that are like, no, we'll do whatever we need to for our Lord or whatever. But they were badasses too, man. Wow. You know, like, all the best parts of the Ginyu Forces, like the, like, of the, the, the tone that they brought in the shift of like, oh no, like these are some elites that we have to fight. They bring that same sort of gravity in this movie, I feel like. Sure. Did that. What I really, really enjoy overall, the sort of art direction with this movie too, it all takes place in like the evening, right? Like, you know, you have like lots of oranges being used, lots of like uh, dusk hour colors. Um, really love that they continued the the hey let's go camping theme <laughs> that we've seen <laughs> in, in the movies for the past few here. Um, so like it, that was really cool. Uh, I love Chi Chi in the beginning, thinking oh, that, that Goku's was, lost his that mind. Shit was funny, bro. <laughs> that shit was funny. That's Goku's cool. like, hey Gohan, finish up your studies. So you know what I'm saying? And she's like, huh? Wait, 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 wait. What? This man that lost his mind because he ain't ever. It, just for it to be wrapped up with, yeah, finish up your study so we can go camping. She's like, well, which one do you think is more important? He's like, well, duh. What the camping? <laughs> That's that Dragon Ball. That's what makes you Dragon Ball Dragon Ball. I would yeah. never stop saying this. Comedy yeah, is next That's peak Dragon Ball right there. It was. It was. This, this has an even balance of the two. It does even get started with the movie right away. I mean, yeah. Them dudes found out about Frieza's death and they're on Earth within like the first 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> like, yep, you know. like, yo, let's ramp it up. <laughs> yeah, the whole first quarter of this movie is just like it goes faster than you can even kind of pay attention to, and not not with it having like a breakneck pacing issue. It just feels like, okay, no, like this is how long we needed to spend on this. Mm-hmm. Um I will say, like, there was there's like some cool, cool parts that I thought they were, they're definitely using the same cast of who's on Namek at the end of that arc to sort of bring you that same feel of the entire uh, fear of Final Form Frieza when he was there. But they kind of just rushed through all that, you know, like Piccolo gets blasted, right? Um, Gohan gets beat up a little bit. Uh, Krillin didn't get nearly as much of a I mean I was saying like between this and Namek my boy clearly kind of made it out of scathed yeah yeah that boy that boy was no trauma there's no trauma yeah but it's like okay what's my man going Goku going KO Kim for dog like what's the what's the purpose what's the purpose for dog like if you know you can go Super Saiyan why are you like, like, what's 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 called, what's on his biscuit? Like, why? That's what you chose. You for his brother, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. Like, it, it's just like you already needed a sensu being before y'all's real fight to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you playing around with this man? And then he gives you a fifth form where he just molly whops the fuck out of Goku. Okay. He's, he's knocked my shirt off. Maybe, maybe I should turn Super Saiyan. But first, let me revive this bird. Oh, my God. 
it was just like, yo, like what what are, what do we have going on here? Like Goku was getting beat just to get turned into the Messiah, I guess. I don't Oh my god, you speak of Messiah. What the fuck did he do to that bird? What's going on? Super super Jesus Goku, that's your bag? I don't I don't I don't understand, man. Like that was such a random like I must save this bird. When it's like, okay, like I would have, I guess I, that little spot would have fit in Tree of Might or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where you got like all the animals dying and all this stuff. Yeah. But like, it was just so, like, this is how we're going to identify the Goku's of Super Saiyan. It's so weird. Yeah, it's and out of place. You know what it reminds me of? Eve, the Funimation. The, the, the Funimations. The fun when they started playing Deftones Change right <laughs> over. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Man. <laughs> that damn. Oh gosh. Okay. See, I was trying to wait before I got there, but <laughs> it, it, it has the elephant in the room when it comes to. Dragon Ball Z Movie 5, because, you know, I really like to talk about the things that I enjoy more than the things that I don't. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so let's let's remember, y'all, that this movie came out in January 2002 in the States. 2002 was an interesting time for anime uh, because it's like the birth era of what's known as the anime music video. And you know what the Funimation release of... Coolest Revenge was a 45 minute long anime music video. Oh my god. Yo, going back and watching that, like, it's like, I re- okay, I do remember as a kid thinking, like, yeah, no, like, these are definitely all the, like, the famous rock songs that are out right now. So, like, that's kind of cool or whatever, you know? But watching it as a grown man now, I was just like, it's kind of cringy, bro. <laughs> God, that was your choice. Like, like, like hearing Disturbed during like Goku fighting Cooler, and it's just like, like it fits, but it doesn't. You know, like, like I can see why someone would imagine rock music, like heavy metal music, being played during some of these fights. But like, they're playing them during scenes that like. Absolutely didn't need anything like that. Where, like, in the Japanese version, it was just dead silent. Yeah. Like, you're really destroying the dramatization with all this extra shit, but whatever. <laughs> that's your bag. You, that's what you chose. I mean, <laughs> look, Funimation. Here's my, here's my, th- okay, all right, look, bro. Look, bro, here's my problem. So you mean to tell me Funimation had all the money to license all that music? Oh, can somebody tell me how much them actors got paid for Cooler's Revenge? Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to know how much that cast got paid for Cooler's Revenge. Because I promise you, the budget that was used to get the licensing to some of them songs had to have been more than they paid them damn voice actors to act on that movie. Had to be. Yo, they probably got paid peanuts and hot dogs. My God. In 2002? Jesus. 
Why? Deftones, I know Deftones got a bag. <laughs> I know they got a bag. They got a bag from Lord Slug movies, so now you just get, you just went around. Oh my god. What are you doing? Listen, oh man, that's this little era where they were just like, yo, we gotta add the rock music into the Dragon Ball Z movies. Like, I mean, I get it for nostalgia's sake. Like, it can be kind of fun. Right, like to revisit that and be like, "Oh yeah, they did do that, huh?" You know what I mean? But um, I'm gonna tell you right now, dog. If it was up to me, if I have to watch that movie in English, the Kikuchi score is gonna be on. Oh hell yeah! Because mm-hmm. when we're talking about the sub versus the dub in music, oh man, they started getting in their bag with my man Kikuchi scores. God, he was in his, yo. This is like where Kikuchi, like he literally is on ten. There is not one whack track playing in the movie. There's not, not one, at all. There's not one whack track at all. Like some of the best DBZ battle score is in this movie by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, listen, bro. Look, 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 look. Let's throw a couple of scenes in. So. They can hear it for themselves, man. I'm going to throw in a couple from the from the dub, so that way you can get a good idea of what that was like. <laughs> in a routine military operation, the Saiyan baby Kakarot flies toward Earth, missing the deadly surprise attack on his home planet. His father, Bardock, confronts the assailants, Frieza, and his entire army alone. This is for all the people we killed in your day! Okay, here's another one. Well, what do we have here? My name is Goku. These are my friends. All right, and now here's what I prefer. And and I'm going to be nice. Here's what it sounds like in English. (laughs) With that same score. We are Coolest Armored Squadron. Great. There goes our camping trip. Look out, Dad. All right, and then here's the Japanese with my man's Kikuchi again. So you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, you know, the 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 vibes are just yeah. To each their own. I get it. I understand, but it's just he. The, I would say me. I can speak for the both of us, bro. Yeah. That the Kikuchi score, Shinsuke Kikuchi was just jamming oh, for yeah. every scene. He was like, no, no, no let's oh, put. Yeah. That heat on this Goku versus Kulu scene. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, man. You go from that to Drowning Pool and and Finger Eleven and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, and they're not bad bands. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they're not. It's just like, what? 
Why am I They're good for 2002. Why am I listening to Poison in the year 2022? <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. Like, oh, you listening to Disturbed and American Pool, <laughs> like Pearl, whatever, got you. Breaking Point is your bag. Okay, that's fine. You know what? These are probably some songs that you probably listen to on Throwback Night, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know, but, you know, as far as... I, I, I just want to say, as far as what, what each sort of set of music brings to the movie they definitely are doing their best to bring a vibe one just fits the movie way more than the other one does no matter what time period you're watching it yep uh versus music that aged like milk yes (laughs) yes yes man you know some some music is timeless some is not but not all music is, is for everybody, so we understand that. I'm not going to slander you in your choices. If you're listening to uh, Disturbed in the year 2022, then you know what? Rock hey. on. Rock on, bro. Rock I, on, brother. I was, you know I mean? was like you in 2002. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, 20 years later. <laughs> 20 years later, I, I can't be so certain. I can't be so certain. I will say, though, some really interesting stuff just when it does come to this movie uh, overall, right? Um, this was a money maker in Japan. I mean, we're talking about a total gross of like 2.38 billion yen, equaling about $17 million. In the box office, which you know, back we're talking about like 1991 for an anime movie, pretty huge box office, man. What? Um, cooler, cooler, really uh, was a hit. With that even being said, man, uh, there's a lot of was put into uh, the thought for this movie as well. Uh, when it comes to just like design, Minoru Maeda is quoted to say that Toriyama drew all the enemy characters, such as Cooler and Nades. Uh, up to uh, and including a height comparison chart they even had their colors all set by Toriyama so the artist team for the movie didn't need to change them they didn't have it like any point in changing them it was a breeze he says uh, being the one to make them so I was grateful so clearly Toriyama was really hands-on with the designs for these characters um but it was the first time that he had ever fully designed all of the main characters from a movie. So that's pretty cool knowing that the the goat himself was really hands-on with it. And it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really, really does. Um, when it comes to the any sort of puns in the movie, obviously you would believe that Cooler's name is just merely based on a cooler but um, in Dines Issue 6, it does mention that um, you normally think that since his younger brother's name is Frieza, Freezer, that his name would be cooler. Uh, but it's not that simple. The truth is that it involves the Japanese Shizuoka dialect. The producer, Mr. Morishita, who is from Shizuoka, was ru- worried that cooler would be too direct. But then remembered that in the dialect of his hometown, they would say, Meshi demo kura. Was sort of like saying uh, "let's chow down" when eating. So they, when they, because of that, they used the Shizuoka dialect, and they decided to name uh, him Kula. Um, 
pretty interesting how so much thought went into something that should have been so obvious. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, really, really interesting there. Obviously, with the uh, the cooler armor squadron, we have Salza, uh, Thousand Eileen dressing, um, Dore dressing, and Nays, uh, mayonnaise. Uh, so pretty simple stuff. All things that go in a fridge, obviously, as always. If it has to do with uh, Kula or Frieza or anything like that, it's always going to be something that goes into a fridge. And then lastly, as far as when this movie would take place, clearly, you know, it's obvious to assume that this is like during those three years. Yeah after Trunks arrived and before the arrival of the androids. But it's just interesting because as far as the manga was concerned, like Trunks hadn't even warned Goku about them yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I could imagine like you're a kid at this point in time and you see this movie and you're like, I mean, yeah, I guess Goku's back on earth or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but like, but there's really nothing to go off of as far as like what would come next. So this is a really interesting time as a Dragon Ball fan uh, because, you know, it, you could easily watch this movie as everything was coming out and believe that this is just the next adventure of where they're at because there was nothing uh, set in stone as far, as far as where Dragon Ball Z was headed. But that all being said, they would be headed just... Uh, a little over uh, eight months later to a sequel with this man. That's right. They decided to go back to back with the man himself, Cooler, with Dragon Ball Z Movie 6, Clash, the 10 billion powerful warriors, also known as the return of Cooler in Dragon Ball Z Movie 6 in the States. We're glad to go over that in just a moment here. Yes, by all accounts, I should in fact be dead, incinerated in the fires of your son. But fate, it would seem, sought fit that I have a second chance. And thanks to the power of the big Getty star, I have been reborn, stronger, and sleeker. So, D, we got Dragon Ball Z, the return of Cooler, my man. Bro, this is another one where... I mean... We don't say this too many times on this show. Just back to back, just hit us like solid. Yo, consistency like a motherfucker. Like they, it's like learning from your mistake from one bad movie, actual awful movie, and then they're just saying, "Hey, let's hit them with the who show us who you really like. This is who we are with return, with Cooler's Revenge." And then another like you thought we were finished with the return of Cooler. Yeah. Literally. And, you know what I'm saying, we got some just really high action in this movie. They just went all out, bro. Like, the really cool thing is we got the return of director Daisuke Nishio from Tree of Might. So, you know, he's just coming with nothing but high action throughout this movie. The script also being written by Takao Koyama. We got a whole lot uh, of great moments just being presented to us over these 45 minutes of this movie in and of itself, man. 
as far as when we can consider this movie having come out, it was a part of the 1992 spring uh, Toei Anime Fair on March the 7th, 1992, along with the second Dragon Quest movie, Dragon Quest The Adventure of Dai Avon's Disciples, and the third Magical Taluto movie, my favorite, Takoyaki. So it, it seems like to- Toei really had a good idea of like what sort of movies that they were bringing to kids at this point in time, right? Like they were like, nah, like the kids are really tapped in to this Magical Taluto and Dragon Quest as well as Dragon Ball. So let's just give them another movie festival with all three of those. Like they, they, they're going to eat it up. And eat it up they did because this movie went on to make 2.72 billion uh, equal to 20 million uh, in the States in total gross. So we're talking about a, a bigger attendance and just more movie sales. Like Cooler Cooler was a, a big seller over in Japan and it showed. He's a draw. <laughs> that boy's a draw. Top guy. Interestingly enough, in the States, they believe so too. Because this movie came out only a mere seven months later in the States in August 13th of 2002, which is also at the same period of time between the airings on Toonami of the Majin Buu saga. So as far as 2002 was was concerned, Funimation said, listen, the only new shit y'all are getting until the fall is cooler. So they, you know, say they realize even for us as kids, like, no, bro, this nigga's a hit. Yeah, he is tough. He is goddamn tough. Really, really cool to see them going back to the well with this character because the presentation for him in both just just so different. As far as how the series and manga were for in Japan, we have episode 130 having just come out. And that's uh, number 20's Defiant Smile, The Secret of Dr. Giroux also known in America as The Secret of Dr. Jarosso. So this is right before he's about to awaken um, Android 17 and 18, as well as Dragon Ball Z manga chapter 170, Cell Laughs. This is the one where Cell escapes his first clash with Piccolo with that solar flare. So Japan's just being introduced to Cell in the manga, and we're just really starting the Android arc here in the anime, which makes a lot of sense um concerning just like how you know we've got the very debut of vegeta in all the movies with this movie and not only just vegeta but super saiyan vegeta really really was a fan of just like so much in this movie man i I would say first d what, what were some of the moments that as a kid Got you hyped for this movie, and then in these rewatches that we've done here. Oh, I'm gonna tell you one particular scene when Goku's fighting Metal Cooler, Super Saiyan, and the freaking Metal Cooler just strangles Goku. Oh, and yeah. just, like, first of all, it's not only funny, it's amazing. Like, yo, the animation was on telepoint here with this movie, first and foremost, but that particular scene was legitimately dope. Vegeta, it's really, actually, this whole movie is really reminiscent of, like, the Android saga with yeah. with, with, with Android 19, to be honest. That's true. That's true. A lot a lot of the, the way the stakes are delivered, yeah. um, that entire battle with Goku versus um, 
Metal Cooler, they use some of the same animation cuts in Goku's fight with it. So that when he rushes at Metal Cooler the very first time, and like he does that famous pose where it's like Goku flying at him with like his, him holding his fist out. You know what I'm talking about? Like where he has his, like his, his fist moving forward and, and he's flying at someone. It's the same cut from when he's caught Android 19 in uh, the Dragon Ball Z anime. So really interesting that they, you, like you said, they're trying to evoke some of that same feeling from that original fight yes, sir. in how he's fighting against Metal Cooler. Another thing I really, really was a fan of um, myself as well was just how well they split the action in this movie, right? You've got Krillin, Gohan, Piccolo fighting out, doing their thing. Goku with Vegeta fighting against the Metal uh, metal Cooler and really just getting outclassed the entire way through. Um, Metal Cooler probably a, a worse threat than the androids themselves. Cause this boy with the with the self healing, like I I was really really hyped um, watching this movie. And again, I gotta question my man Goku's logic. Oh my god! <laughs> Why the fuck are we using Super Saiyan against a powerful, a more powerful, upgraded version of Cooler? That's what I'm. I'm sorry, not Super Super Saiyan, but a Kaioken. Yeah, Why the fuck are we using Kaioken? Why the fuck are we using Kaioken? Why, like, why didn't we, like, I thought we would abandon this move. <laughs> like, I thought this transformation was, like, dead in the water at this time period. Why are we getting this shit back? I have no idea. I was like, bro, like, you should have just gone Super Saiyan from the jump. And, I mean, it, it's it's cool because Goku does that whole thing where he's like, okay, I'm going to kind of test out my power on you before I start fighting. But it it almost would have serviced the movie better if he had started in Super Saiyan, right? Because then at least we would have gotten more of a stretch of that battle. Because by the time it ends, it's all, it really is over. Yeah, it's... That shit done. <laughs> I mean, you got Goku doing damned as he can, fighting Metal Cooler... Knocks off his arm one time. Then Metal Cooler, like you said, gives him the, the little damn near choke slams him. Vegeta <laughs> runs in for a save. Vegeta gets slapped around almost as soon as he shows up. Oh my God. <laughs> they crack out like the arms of one Metal Cooler just to be like, oh shit, there's like 10 million of them up on this. <laughs> oh, 10 billion Metal Coolers. Ten of these thousands, billions of these motherfuckers. What are we gonna damn do? And uh, it, another funny thing, right? Is like this is a good. Uh, I, I guess this is a good showing of when Toei doesn't know how to end a movie. Yeah, because this man Cooler straight up just says out loud, "Wow, yeah, thank God." Uh, that was all the energy I, I needed. Thank God, you know what I'm saying? They, they stopped outputting their energy because more than that, I would have been done for. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah? And they just start charging up. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, bro, cut it out. And before the whole shit just blows up. It's just like, dog, 
You told them, bro. You, you gave it away. Gave it away. Man. Sold the whole farm just easily, bro. Like it's just it's just yeah. hilarious how, how he led to his own undoing. Um I did think the idea of the big Gete star was pretty cool. Um just the idea of like, hey, like this it, it's very Star Trek, right? Like, oh, yeah, like definitely. You got basically, you know, this sentient metal life form that finds a way to combine itself with some biotic, right? And then um, turn itself into a an assimilated life form where it takes other life from other planets to uh, to continue its existence. Very, very Star hugely Star Trek influence idea. Um, in which I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some, just because Toriyama himself was a, a huge Star Trek fan or is a huge Star Trek fan. Um, you see references to Star Trek in the Saiyan saga. Napa blows up a shuttle from the Enterprise. Like it's it's there. Like the Ginyu Force symbol, flip it upside down. It's the yeah. Starfleet symbol. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's all right there in front of your face, right? Um, so just I, I really like the the originality of that man. As far as the music, again, right? <sighs> Shinsuke Kuchi in his bag for the soundtrack again. At least this time, we don't have any licensed music, but they did still sort of try this, like, rock instrumental sort of vibe to this one that, I mean, not for me. Just it was ass. And you know who worked <laughs> on the, you know, you know who worked on Return of Kool-Aid soundtrack? Oh, no. It's fucking Mark Mensa. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. He does his best. I thought he would I thought he was done. I literally thought his job was done. Little did I know it was freaking Mark Menza. That is right, folks. If you don't hear any songs that are licensed from other artists, it is this motherfucker over here doing his Best Man. at destroying the goddamn movie. Literally. Destroying the tone, bro. Like it'll just be random, random tones. There'll be random moments of silence, and then all of a sudden you'll just hear dum dum ding ding. Dum, 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 ding ding. And it's just like, why? But why? This fucking guy, man, can't get rid of this guy at all. Thought he was gone, but then you know. We have freaking Deftones and shit. <laughs> when, when Funimation can't afford Deftones and fucking Breaking Point anymore, they're like, "Oh, hey, Mark, you available?" I sure problem. Oh my god, why, why was it that hard to just say, you know what? Let's rock with the original soundtrack. Like, was it that hard, Funimation? I really want to know the thought process in the two thousands, where it's like, you know what? We have to have our own custom soundtrack. It's custom soundtrack or bust. I want to know why was that the case? Literally. I don't, I don't understand either, dog. And, and Garbage. Be real with you. Yes, bro. It's just like, Garbage. like I said, the, the music never feels like it fits. Garbage. It always feels like it's just like, okay, like it, it. I mean, I guess we needed something for the tone, but you could have just kept the Shunsuke Kikuchi score mm -hmm. and it, it's almost like it would have been perfect. 
Yo, if they did that, you know how different the landscape of Dragon Ball would be in the States? Man. There was no whatever, y'all. Y'all can have Mark Menz and fucking Bruce Falconer all goddamn day. Like, what? Is like we gotta break ourselves from the chains of nostalgia. We just no. got to. Come just on, because man. that's how they gave it to us back then doesn't mean we have to accept it now. There's a reason why they didn't go back to that shit in Kai when they dubbed the Kai. Come on, dude. Like, let's get over it. Who's <laughs> popular only has like two good songs out of a thousand Dragon Ball Z tracks. Literally. And I'm being yeah. nice with two. I only find one good because I work out with one. And that's about it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Let the let him go. Let him go. He's garbage. He hasn't done nothing garbage. good for us, bro. Like imagine, like think about it like this, bro. When these video games come out and they're like, I'm including original music. From the Dragon Ball Z TV show. It's always the Kikuchi score. You know why? Because no one would want to pay extra to hear dum, 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 over the damn. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, nigga. Grow up. You know why I want to fucking hear that? Literally. Grow the fuck up, yo. That was bad. That shit was bad. Let's be real. Like, yo, it's been 20 something years now. We can all grow up and say, like, yo, it wasn't really that good. Nostalgic? Yes. Good? No. Come on. Be real with yourself. Man, listen. Overall, though. Right. Aside from that damn English dub, you know, Funimation soundtrack, this movie is a hit, boy. Yeah, this shit is a classic. Overall, like the 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 action is just it's hot blooded. You get some of the coolest, just like fighting moments in any of the Dragon Ball Z movies. Like this is one of those like you if you want to know what Dragon Ball Z was like for us coming up. Just like what what made people want to just stay glued to their TV watching these Super Saiyans fight people? Watch the damn fights from this movie. Hell yeah. There's no way you won't feel it. There's no way you won't. Some of the best showings. Mm-hmm. on he's on a whole different level in this one in this movie. But you know, you don't want to watch that. You want to listen to look, you know, Mark Menzish. Masterpiece, <laughs> disaster piece, correction. Not masterpiece, disaster piece. Uh, I mean, it's there if you need it. Yeah, literally. Reason why if you try to search up Return of Return of Cooler on the internet, you ain't getting no fucking the original Toonami version of that shit. They know better. Everybody knows better. <laughs> Bro, listen, it's got to be something that has to be said, man. Just if, if you ever, if you ever had the chance. If you need to watch it in English, watch it with the Kikuchi score. Like it's Literally. just do that at all times. Never, ever, ever, ever. It's unless preferred. you're trying to dice unless you're trying to dissect the, the soundtrack in the original two down. No. Even that. Don't even do that to yourself. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, we, we're doing all the torture for you. We just put ourselves have, that for y'all. You don't have to stomach forty six minutes of that motherfucker's music. You don't. Watch the <laughs> who's chase score, and that's it. 
enjoy the movie because it's really good. It's timeless as fuck. It's, it manages to still be good to this damn day. Unlike some other Dragon Ball Z movies that I can't wait to talk about. But soon, one, brother. Soon. We, we, soon. We, on, we right there. We right we, there. We're getting there soon, man. Right but look, there. I, I will there. say uh, that this, this movie has stood the test of time. For sure. All, all other things we might joke about aside, it really has. Um, something where something has to be said to where some of the designs in this really stood out because you don't ever see characters that looks like some of the stuff that we see in this movie in other forms of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Minoru Maeda himself has gone on to say uh, that he made uh, Metal Cooler based off of the concept of Cooler in Metal. Plus, a lot of them will appear. So, you know, in modern era, it would be possible to depict them with lots of them with using CG. But at the time, he had to draw all of them by hand. So it was really rough for him. He drew all the highlights, the reflections, all that stuff while looking at an actual metal uh, art object. And he was able to specify light and shadow in the illustrations on the movie itself. So a lot of the, the light that reflects off of him, just, he had to draw all of that. He, he's gone on to say additionally that it was something that he struggled with the most, including both designs and the workload. So shouts out to Minoru Maeda for making this masterpiece here with this art, man. Cause dude. Yeah. It showed. It literally showed. This is where mm-hmm. hard work literally shows. The metal coolers look legit. Yeah. Their design is on point. Literally, like the hard work showcase in its sales. <laughs> Literally, oh, people yeah. really appreciated this movie. I too, to this day, both of them, to be honest with you, this one very much so. Yeah, so. yeah, really solid, man. And, and you know, honestly, with Metal Cooler being the only new character introduced here on New Namek, the only pun is just that it's him made out of metal. So, I mean, there's really all you need to take into consideration for that. But really awesome moments in this movie. Definitely check it out whenever you get the chance. Um, I will say some of my favorite mo- moments are really just like the the character interaction between Goku and Vegeta. Oh, yeah, that shit's You know, Vegeta <laughs> telling him like, hey, don't tell me what to do, you know? <laughs> Uh, all that kind of stuff, man. It was really cool. So yeah, y'all, y'all give this a watch whenever you get the chance because you'll have a lot of fun with it for sure. So all that being said about those two movies, man, you know, Doc, the people gotta realize, Cooler is a huge box office hit in Japan. Yo, he's a draw, bro. He's a draw. This guy's he's it. He's a real legit proven draw. Like he's going to make money. There's not one, there's not one case that shows that, hey, if we just randomly just throw the cooler in there, it's not gonna make money. No, he makes he money. 2.70, what? 2.72 billion dollars? And 2.38 the first time, man. You know, that's a that's a that's five billion no. yen in a year just off of this character. And it shows in how much love they've shown to Cooler throughout the years, man. You know, first he mm-hmm. they did bring him back for Plan to Eradicate the Saiyans for that OVA. 
But additionally, he's been in a litany of video games over the years, man. Like, and anytime that there is a Dragon Ball Z game and, like, you know, they have extra content, like your Xenoverse games or, you know, yeah. Legacy of Goku 2 back in the day, right? Um, right stuff like that. It, it really lets you know this character is something they always kind of have in the back of their mind as, like, you know, we can go back to that well. Hell, even Dra- Super Dragon Ball Heroes has given us a not only a golden cooler, but a golden metal cooler. You know, uh, Dragon Ball Fusions gave us Kuliza, the fusion between F- Frieza and Cooler. Like, it's just a character that they strongly will rely on for forever. That guy, he's better, he's way better than, what's his, <laughs> let me chill. Yeah, let yo, chill. yo, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some characters they want you to believe might be bigger than our guy here, like, Cooler. But, uh, that, on that a worldwide level, Cooler is really one of, one of the biggest characters in all of Dragon Ball. Correct. Not like somehow some folks believe. You know what? I'm not gonna say anything. When the time comes, <laughs> when the time comes, don't worry. I'll let it all out for now. I'm just gonna give Cooler all the praise in the world. Yes, Lord Cooler. Yeah, man. Call me on my call me on my Cooler Armored Squadron shit. <laughs> all hail, Lord. all hail, Lord Cooler for <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah, he definitely uh, one of my favorite villains. Um, I'm I'm always taken aback by just how like they made sure that these stories for Cooler, you know, that take place in areas where you could believe that they fought this dude. His delivery is given such gravity in both uh, in both movies. But one of the things that I always did find weird. Why in the dub did they make it seem like this man beef with his brother? Yeah, like, like, bro, they don't even give a shit about fucking freezer. Why do we, like, why are we, Funimation has that this, this issue where they, they try to make something out of nothing <laughs> just to make sense out of their, out of their movies or out of the, out of the episodes. It really doesn't have to be like that. I don't understand why. So maybe one day they'll, they'll, they'll teach us their philosophy on things. But for now, you know, it's I, I could not possibly <laughs> tell you. Because, you know, going back and watching the Japanese version, anytime he brings up Frieza, it's just like, yo, this this damn Saiyan beat Frieza. I'm not mad that Frieza so much is dead. It's just that Saiyan beat him? Oh, no, I got to go serve up on that guy, right? It's a friggin', it's a friggin monkey. <laughs> like he's Whereas in the English version, it's all, I knew my brother was too soft. Uh, my brother would always try to challenge me. He was a punk little bitch. Did you know my brother was a hoe? Like, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, making something into nothing. Like, what the fuck is... What Every is chance Cooler got in the English version to downplay Frieza, he took. So much to the fact that, like, it almost kind of downplays the way his return is delivered in the Revenge of cooler right because or so you know yep. because or metal you know because it's just like or cooler's revenge rather because it's like bro 
if you cared so much about like this rivalry you had with your brother, dog, then like why do you not care that your brother came back and got like whole help from his from y'all's daddy? Your daddy didn't even care that you got murked. Why you ain't smoking? <laughs> like you have all this beef with you, but why you ain't smoking? You clearly were stronger than him. You were putting damage on Goku like crazy. And you had a fifth form. Something that this, you could have been smoking. Like, for all this malice that you had, why didn't you just kill him? I don't get it, man. But, but, but you know. They, yeah, they, they got to make something out of nothing. But it make, especially when it comes to making something out of nothing, man. Listen, bro, for the first time, I'm, I'm going to call out Japan for that bullshit too, bro. <laughs> yes, my, listen, listen, because Japan wants you to believe that this, the, specifically movie six, Daisenshu 6 is quoted as saying, go, from Goku's mar- markless G to Dende being God and Vegeta transforming into a Super Saiyan, it can be inferred that this is an event from between when the Cell games were announced and their opening. But, but, Okay, Let, let's talk about how that don't make no sense, right? Okay, so yes, yes, Dende is on Earth, and yes, he's Kami now, right? So, I mean, it has to be sometime at least after when Piccolo fused with Kami. But that just happened in the manga. So is this the, is this the yeah. one movie that takes place, like, in... in like as a as a side piece of the manga, like is that, is that what you're telling me right now? Like this shit don't even make because sense in the manga cell me. has just shown up, like we said earlier, chapter one seventy, like literally yep. just came out, and that's right when cell first formed. By the way, just left from like escaping for Piccolo. So how in the hell can this movie? Yeah. Have anything to do with when the Cell Games took place? Where is like Cell Games took place? Why is Goku should have been stuck in Super Saiyan form? Because remember, Goku is like, "Hey, I'm not. We're gonna stay." Gohan got long hair, ain't a Super Saiyan. Piccolo, like, what the? There's no Super Vegeta or whatever. This is just regular Super. Where the hell is Trunks? Trunks apparently is just chilling in his spaceship doing nothing. Like, yeah, it, it's uh, just, it's so funny because, like, you know, Daisenshu 6, a book that we refer to all the time here on Subslide Dev's Live because the Daisenshu mm-hmm. books that Uesha came out with are basically like the, the, the most like standard lore you can have for Dragon Ball Z, right? Like, it's, like these are the word from Daisenshu, I'm sorry, from Shueisha and Akira Toriyama and then here we have them coming out with this book that says it takes place in a time point where I'm sorry this is not possible yeah this shit did not make sense whatever you just like you just said a bunch of bullshit let's be really honest this this like this Daisenshu 6 happened in 95 so so it's like this is so many years removed from the movie and Dragon Ball Z is just about finished in that year. Clearly, y'all just said whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's just obvious. To fill up. Just, yeah, like, we're going to make this 20 yen, this 20, this $20, which, you know, is 1,100 yen, so give that about 20 US dollars or whatever. We're going to make this money, and that's it. 
this had like no. How can a scene that just really like this whole movie feels like the Android saga and the trunks like Especially considering the fact that yes, like the anime was just right now at the point where you know they're coming across Doctor Jiro, right? Um, it makes way more sense that this would be something where it's considered to be around the time point where Vegeta just showed up, and showed his. This is a super saiyan for the first time. Literally, Goku and Vegeta defeat the first yeah. metal cooler. Smashing them up to pieces and then they blast them just like how Future Chunks did Metal uh, yeah. Metal Freezer. So I don't fuck. Did this take place like the Cell Saga? Can't what? imagine. But <laughs> shit is again, crap. hey, ju- that's just to show y'all, man. Subs lie, dubs lie, the source lies. We just here to make sense of it to everybody, man. Yeah, we just here to make sense out of. All of these goddamn lies and misconceptions. That was a big ass lie by the sub. Oh yeah. my god, this was a big yeah. ass lie. You made more. This was a bigger sin than anything that the English. Real for once, they they cap harder than Funimation, and Funimation just be making shit up this, just to try to make yeah. shit. Jesus, that was such a big. Lie. But hey, man, you know we'll we'll be glad to uncover more as we continue going into this uh, Dragon Ball Z movie series. Really glad to have now reached the point to where you know we've covered the first six Dragon Ball Z movies as well as the first three Dragon Ball mm-hmm. movies. I'm oh, sorry, Dragon Ball Z movies and first three Dragon Ball movies. Yeah. Uh, but it will be really great continuing as we come back next week with Dragon Ball Z movie seven. Super Android 13, and Dragon Ball Z Movie 9. That's right. Bojack Unbound. I know we're skipping one, but don't worry. This will all make sense very, very soon. But until then, it's your boy, Jay. It's your boy, D. And we are so glad to have been able to uncover these movies for y'all this week. Join in next time as we come back with more of that Dragon Ball Z heat. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your people. We out.